It can be really hard to attract and close clients when you have no authority in the world, when people don't know who you are and they don't know, like, and trust you. But building authority can take time. So when is the best time to start the efforts of building authority? And when should you be focusing on the short-term marketing things like networking? That's what we're going to talk about today. You're listening to the No BS Agency Podcast. We talk strategies that can take your one to two person branding agency from $5,000 to $30,000 per month without hiring employees or working your ass off. All you have to do is cut the BS. I am Pia Silva. Being seen as an authority can make sales so much easier. So rightfully, it might be something that you think you should invest your time in as soon as possible. But when is the right time to spend your time and energy on building your authority? And when should you be focusing more on immediate sales, on outreach efforts and networking and the things that are going to bring the sales in the door? This has been a really hot topic inside our community in No BS Agency Mastery. And at the end of the show, I'll give you some more details about what it looks like in there. But for right now, I just want to talk about the difference between generating sales now and building authority for later and when you should do one and when you should do the other. When should you focus your efforts exclusively on building your network and doing outreach strategies to find clients now? And when should you be investing time into building your authority? Well, the answer is, it depends on where you are in your business right now, and it depends on what your priorities are. You see, in the beginning, everyone, every business owner gets clients through who they know. Unless you already have an audience of people who know what you do and they like you and they trust you, how else are you going to get clients except to connect with people and let them get to know you? My coach, Josh Thomas, likes to say, in order to make a sale, Somebody needs to know, like, and trust you. So which of those do you think is most important? It's kind of a trick question because although liking and trusting is important for the sale, if they don't know who you are, they can't like or trust you, can they? So being known is the most important part of know, like, and trust and getting the sale. And if you are starting your business and you aren't known by anyone, then your sole job, the only thing that you should be focusing your energy and time on is getting known by as many people as possible. And in the beginning, the fastest way to get known and build trust with new people is to meet them one-on-one, is to meet them in person, is to meet them at an event and talk to them. I can have a 20-minute conversation with someone and by the end, know what they do, generally decide that I like them, and probably even build enough trust that I might work with them. Indeed, I have hired many people after a 20-minute conversation. And this is why in the beginning, you're going to want to connect with people one-on-one. You're going to want to meet face-to-face or over Zoom or have a phone call because that is the fastest way to go down the sales funnel from, I've never met you before or heard of you, to you are somebody that I might do business with or I might refer to someone else to do business with. That's why it is short-term marketing. It is a way to get immediate clients When you sell, especially a high-ticket service like branding, like marketing, like design, every client is worth so much. And at any moment, you can go into a room full of people, introduce yourself and talk to a 
couple dozen people and walk out of there with a client. That is always possible. And that's why networking and outreach is the first thing you're going to do. Now, let's talk about the other extreme, having authority. Inside No BS Mastery, I teach how to build an authority machine. This is what an authority machine looks like. You have a bunch of content on very specific topics that you are an expert in. They have a very specific point of view, they are on brand for you, and they are out there in the world in many different formats. They might be out there in blog form. There might also be versions of it in video where you're talking about that topic in some sort of vlog. They might be on a podcast. They might also be in social media posts. You probably share them as a guest on podcasts. You might share them in a speech to a room full of people. You might share them on a webinar or as a guest on someone else's webinar. There are so many places that you can share your authority content. You can write a book about it. And when you have created this content, I like to call it the foundational content, you can then put it into a machine. I call it the multiplying machine that will take that content and put it out there in the world in all these different formats over and over and over again without you being present. That's the key. The machine does the marketing for you. Yes, you have to create that foundational content. Of course you do. It's building your authority. So it's going to be built on what you think, who you are, what you say, what your point of view is. You have to build that content first. But once you build it, if you build it and build the machine, you won't have to show up anymore. This information will be out there in the world for people to find and connect with. They will get to know that you exist because it's out there. If they interact with that content and they like it, then they will also like you and they'll like what you have to say. And if they really like it, they will start to trust you. When you have this authority machine, your job is no longer going out and trying to meet people or get in front of people. Your job is to respond to the inquiries that are coming into your email inbox. People who are raising their hand and saying, hey, I'm interested in working with you. People who are going to your website and booking a call to speak with you because they're interested in learning more about your services. People who are huge fans of you and then tell their friends about you and they do your marketing for you. Notice that all of that doesn't require you to be anywhere. That is the beauty of an authority machine. Now there can be a little bit of upkeep in an authority machine, but it is so minor and so high level and has so much impact, you're gonna wanna do it. Let me give you an example. When I have friends or colleagues or people who have big stages reach out to me and say, hey, would you like to come speak on my stage to a room full of your ideal clients? I say yes. That requires me to show up and do something, but the impact is tremendous. I get to speak to a room full of people that I didn't even have to invite there. That is the kind of stuff that you do once you have an authority machine. And that is basically your main job in marketing at that point. Okay, so we've got two ends of the spectrum. We've got, you have no authority in the world and you're doing networking and you're connecting with people one-on-one. And then we have this authority machine that's gonna do all the heavy lifting for you and you get to just sit back and filter through all of your leads and decide who you wanna work with. So how do we bridge that gap? And how do we get from all one-on-one outreach to basically having a machine that does the work for you? Well, first, I'd like to think about the inverse relationship of networking and outreach to authority. And I wish uh, you could see my hands right now because I'm (laughs) demonstrating a model for you. Uh, But I want you to picture a rectangle. 
And okay, so draw a rectangle in your mind and then take a pen and draw a diagonal line from the top left corner to the bottom right corner. Okay, so you have two triangles. And on the left side, I want you to write outreach in the triangle. And on the right side, I want you to write authority. Okay, are you with me? So now when we're looking at this triangle, this is a perfect representation of where your time can and should be spent. So on the left side is where you are when you first start your business. As you can see, you have zero authority, and so all of your time needs to be spent networking or doing outreach, connecting with people one-on-one. Why? Because your sole job is to get known by as many people as possible. Nobody knows you right now, and they can't buy from you if they don't know you exist. As we go along the line, the bisecting line, you can see that as you build authority, you'll have to do less and less outreach. But at the very beginning, at that beginning part of that triangle, upper triangle in authority, you still have to do a ton of outreach because even if you've built a little bit of authority, even if you've created some content, maybe you have a a small blog, maybe you have a couple hundred people following you on Instagram, whatever it is that you've created that's valuable in the world, that's great. But just because you've created some of it doesn't mean it's gonna do the heavy lifting for you. You still need to invest time into building your network and making sure that you are constantly in front of new people. So what I recommend is doing the outreach consistently as you bring in clients. Now, sales can solve a lot of problems here. So what we wanna do is we wanna be creating momentum in your business. We wanna bring in sales through our connections. Every client you work with is a potential referral source in the future. And the first year that Steve and I did our brand ups and we started at $3,000 a client, $3,000 for each one day intensive, we were doing intensives left and right. Like sometimes we were doing a few a week. So imagine just how many clients we were working with. Think about a couple of months and how we would have worked with dozens of clients in that time. Do you see the momentum that that built for us? Those clients all begot more clients for us because every time we launched another website or another brand for somebody. Now they're showing it to all their friends. People are inevitably asking them who helped them with it. They're sharing our model. And then those people either are potential clients as well or are telling other people. So working with clients, as many as clients as possible in the beginning, is also going to help you with that outreach because it's going to get you in front of more people. It's going to get you seen and known. Now, once you get this momentum going, you're going to be pretty busy. So this is when we start raising our prices and decreasing the number of clients that we spend our time with. And this is when we start to create space in your calendar to then start to invest in authority building. Now, authority building is a long-term marketing strategy. Why? Because it doesn't produce clients at first. I promise you, if you write a blog post today, it's not going to get you a client tonight. Uh... You never know. Sometimes it happens here and there, but you can't rely on a blog post to feed you clients into the future. You're going to need kind of a critical mass of this content. So because of that, while you are building your authority foundation and while you're building this authority machine, you're going to want to keep doing the outreach to make sure that you still have a steady stream of clients coming in. Now, what I see a lot of people do, do not make this mistake, is they do a lot of outreach They get a bunch of clients, they get super busy, and then when they have a little bit of time, 
instead of continuing to do outreach, they fall off the outreach completely and they focus all their time and authority because they go, okay, I've got some money saved up. Um, I'm ready. I can't wait to have that authority machine. So let's just go for it. And what inevitably happens? They start building the authority machine. They invest a bunch of time into it. Their pipeline dries up. Their sales start falling off. And then they start to get really scared. Oh, shit. Where are my next sales coming from? I don't have any leads. I don't have anything I can rely on. I've created a bunch of content, but it's not doing anything for me yet. And my machine is not completely built. And so now I'm in panic mode and now I have to stop the authority machine and I have to go back to the outreach, except I lost all that momentum. So now I got to kind of start it from scratch. Like you're never starting from scratch, but it's going to kind of feel like that. I'm going to start from, it's the same way if you're, you know, biking, right? Starting from not moving is harder than if you're coasting and you want to speed up a little bit. So I see this cycle all the time and it happens because people start going full force into authority before they're ready, before they have a steady stream of income and clients that they can rely on. And so my advice is that looking at this rectangle with these two triangles in it, I want you to always remember that. And I want you to remember that as you build your authority machine, you must continue the outreach until you hit a critical mass of authority where it starts to bring in those clients for you. And only when that authority machine is feeding you clients in a consistent way that you can rely on should you stop the outreach completely. Now, do you need to do this outreach at the same clip in the beginning of your business as you do six or 12 months later? Absolutely not. I have clients inside Mastery who only do outreach to one or two people a week at this point because they have enough clients coming in and they're building their authority machine and it's starting to take off. But they still connect with at least one or two people a week because they know that continuing to stay in front of some of their best contacts is a great way to keep their pipeline hot and keep new people coming in the door. Do not make the mistake of stopping one action to do the other. You want to do a gradual evolution until you get to a place where you know your authority machine is bringing in those clients, and then you can stop the outreach completely. Now, staying consistent with this stuff is really challenging. It's why most people struggle to get clients because staying consistent is one of the hardest parts of business. We always think about it as a race, as something that we need to do and then it's done. We need to get to that next marker and then it's finished. But actually, when it comes to sales and marketing, it's a slow burn. You know, sales and marketing are something you are always doing when you're in business. And if you do not know what you are doing every single day to make sure that you are being seen by hot leads every single day, then that is the number one thing you should be thinking about today. Because if you don't have a plan and you are relying on other people to send you referrals, then you are basically putting your livelihood and the income that is there to support yourself, your family, all of that in the hands of other people and relying on them to remember you. And I don't know about you, but if that was me, I would be really stressed out. So, The moral of the story is stay consistent, know what your plan is and how you're going to evolve from the networking and the outreach to the authority machine and how you're going to do it sooner rather than later. Because this whole thing can happen within a couple of months if you play your cards right. But you got to be ready to show up consistently and do the work. And what I have found after coaching literally hundreds of people through this process is that 
staying consistent and showing up is one of the hardest parts and one of the most important things that you could do to make sure that you're able to execute this is to have a community of people around you supporting you and doing the same thing and making sure that you show up and holding you accountable. Okay, so that's a really high-level overview of what it looks like to market your business today, tomorrow, and in the future, and how you can evolve your marketing so that you are no longer a significant part of it. But that's what I could fit into 15 minutes. If you want to dig into this conversation more, and you want to get access to a group of people that are doing similar work, and you want to get access to me and all my resources on exactly how to do this in the most effective way so that you actually get results. This is what we're doing every single day inside No BS Agency Mastery. For the last two years, I have been training one-to-two-person branding agencies on the exact actions that they need to take to scale their businesses to thirty dollars to $50,000 months without employees. And if that sounds interesting to you, if you're working to grow your agency in a different way, if you're interested in scaling your revenue and your profit without growing a huge team, and you want the framework and the roadmap to get there, and if you're ready to take the next step and actually make that happen, you can go to nobsagencies.com backslash apply. Find out more about the program and you can apply risk-free to talk to someone on my team and possibly me to make sure that this program is a right fit for you right now. Go check out nobsagencies.com backslash apply. Check out more about our program and where we are having this conversation about how to implement these strategies every single day. That's all I've got for you today. I will talk to you next week. If you love this podcast, if you love this episode, I would be grateful if you would share it with a friend who would benefit or better yet on Instagram in your stories and tag me at Pia Loves Your Biz. It really is the best way for others to find out about the show and I thank you in advance for your help. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll be back next week with more no BS tips for your agency so you can find more profit, ease and freedom. The No BS Agency podcast is produced by Yellow House Media. Coordinator is Lou Blazer. This episode is edited by Marty Seafelt. Creative direction by Sean and Tara McMullen. Our theme music is Knock 'em Down by The Shrugs. Hold up. 